Hello, everybody. First off, thank you for taking the time to listen to this. I truly appreciate it. I'm Kevin McNally, and today we're going to talk about terms. Not term papers, just terms. Words. I promise it, it really shouldn't be that boring, so stick with me. If learning about a few terms sounds good to you, hang in there. Here we go. Okay, so one of the problems that I have found when talking to people, reading about low vision, talking to people about low vision, and when I meet people, when I go around giving talks or whatever it may be, Lions meetings, is that there's a lot of different terms that are used to describe vision loss. And there's a lot of inaccurate terms and misunderstandings about vision loss. Now, this is not new. If you know me at all, you've heard me yapping on about this. But it's important because if we don't know what we're talking about, then we don't know what we're talking about. And terms are used incorrectly. So let's discuss a couple terms when it comes to low vision. Low vision, for that matter, is kind of the current term that people really prefer. I don't get really too hung up on that, but you used to hear partially sighted, this kind of stuff. So low vision is the popular term right now. It's a way of describing almost any visual impairment, but, but not, not all. Most surveys and studies, and by the way, much of the information I'm sharing, I'm, I'm going to, even though I know it, I'm going to kind of use uh, the American Foundation for the Blind's facts and data because it's a great uh, organization. They do great work and they have a lot of information available for anyone who's interested. Most surveys and studies indicate that a majority of people in the United States with vision loss are adults who are not totally blind. This goes back to something I've been talking about forever. Very few people have no light perception. Very few. Instead, they have what is referred to as low vision. Here's a definition of low vision related to visual acuity. There's a lot of things that make up vision. So acuity, your ability to see sharply. Think of it that way, right? We all take, well, not all of us, most people get to take it for advantage, especially when they're young and their vision is probably at, the, at its best. Low vision is a condition caused by eye disease in which visual acuity is 2070 or poorer in the better seeing eye and cannot be corrected or improved with regular glasses or contacts. So your visual acuity is a number that indicates the sharpness or clarity of vision. You have probably been to the eye doctor and you've seen that Snellen chart with the big E on top and all the letters. Visual acuity is a number. It relates to that chart. So a visual acuity measurement of, say, 2070 means that a person with 2070 vision who is 20 feet from an eye chart sees what a person with 2020 vision can see from 70 feet away. Let me say that again. 
a visual acuity, say, of 2070. Okay, so you don't have perfect vision. We say perfect vision is 2020. Let's say the doctor says you have 2070 vision. That means that a person with 2070 vision who is 20 feet away from that big eye chart sees what a person with good vision or 2020 vision can see from 70 feet. So you can see it at 20, they can see it at 70. That's a big difference. So that's what that means when the doctor says you have 2045 or, or whatever it may be. Not all eye care professionals these days agree with exclusively a, a numerical way of describing low vision. Here's another more functional way, according to American Foundation of the Blind. Low vision is uncorrectable vision loss that interferes with daily activities. It is better defined in terms of function rather than, say, a numerical result. In other words, low vision is not enough vision to do whatever it is you need to do. Now, the thing about that is that it can be very subjective. One person can be very different than another person. Most eye care professionals prefer to use the term low vision to describe permanently reduced vision that cannot be corrected with regular glasses, contact lenses, medicine, or even surgery. Okay, so low vision, that's a broad term. That can incorporate a lot of people. Legal blindness. Legal blindness is a definition used by the government to determine eligibility for vocational training, rehabilitation, schooling, disability benefits, things like that. Also tax exemptions, if you don't know that, you can get a tax exemption from your town. It's not a functional low vision definition and doesn't tell much of the story, frankly. So here's part one of the U.S. definition of legal blindness, and it relates to visual acuity how sharp you see. A visual acuity of 2200 or less in the better seeing eye with the best conventional correction like glasses or contacts. Okay, so 2200. And if we think about our previous example of 2070, that means with what you can see at 20 feet, a person with perfect vision can see at 200 feet. That's a very large difference. Okay, so that's the first part, and that's the one most people, frankly, seem to know. If they know it at all, they know that part. Now, as I've mentioned, I'm legally blind, but my acuity is good. I can see relatively sharply with my glasses in my central vision. So, well, how can you be legally blind then? I'm not 2200. I'm like uncorrected, like 2040 or maybe 2060. Corrected just about 2020 with my glasses. But this is the tunnel we're talking about, and I have mentioned. This is looking down the toilet paper roll. So in the center, I have good corrected vision. So what this means is we move on to the second part of the definition. A visual field, in other words, the total area an individual can see without moving their eyes from side to side of 20 degrees or less in the better-seeing eye. Ah, ding, ding, ding. 
a visual field of 20 degrees or less in the better seeing eye. Now, depending on circumstances, depending on how tired I am, depending on contrast, depending on if the sun's up, depending on a million things, at worst, my visual fields uh, for my left, starting with my left eye to my right eye, is eight degrees and nine degrees. And that is why someone like me who can use a phone and read, read and use the computer is considered legally blind because of the tunnel vision that can happen. It's better when I'm in bright and sunny places, or at least it feels better, like I can see a little more. But it say at nighttime, eight degrees, nine degrees. So that's the second part. Another term you may have heard, visual impairment. Now, this is kind of a really broad term. Much like low vision, there are many different definitions of visual impairment. It's a, it's a general term that describes a wide range of visual function from low vision through total blindness. So basically, it describes almost anybody that has anything. Here's an example according to American Foundation of the Blind of the variations in the term visual impairment or visually impaired. And this is from the World Health Organization Levels of Visual Impairment. So moderate visual impairment, that's having a visual acuity of, say, around 2070 to 2160, okay? Severe visual impairment, your acuity, say, is 2200 to 2400, which, of course, could put you into legal blindness or a visual field of 20 degrees or less, which is legal blindness. So the term is almost the same, severe visual impairment with legal blindness. And then there's profound visual impairment. That's the acuity of like 2,500 to 21,000, or a visual field of 10 degrees or less. Now that throws me into the profound visual impairment area at when I'm at my worst when my vision is at its worst. Like the term legal blindness or visual impairment, it's not a functional definition that tells us very much about really what a person can see. It's more about classification, trying to identify and classify. It's not a bad thing. It's just a way of gathering and classifying. Now, there is a few more. Light perception and light projection. These terms describe the ability to perceive the difference between light and dark or daylight and nighttime. A person can have severely reduced vision and still be able to determine the difference between light and dark. Or, say, the general source of a light, like a lamp in the room. The stereotypical assumption, and I have barked on about this, that people who are blind or have low vision live in this blackness, this black hole is wrong. That is really not the case. Although every person sees differently, including persons with low vision, an individual who has light perception can perceive the presence or absence of light. Some people describe light perception as, say, knowing when a room light is on or being able to walk toward a lighted lamp on a table. And people who are what most people would say are blind again, don't live in darkness. They can see usually some form of light perception. Total blindness. Now, yes, this does exist, but it's rare. Total blindness is the complete lack of light perception and form 
perception, your ability to even see shapes, basically. And it's recorded as NLP. That's what they use. No light perception. Few people today are totally without sight. In fact, 85% of all individuals with eye disorders have some remaining sight. Approximately 15% are totally blind. So again, the vast majority of us are in that 85%. I hope the terms didn't confuse you. I hope it helped understand the old 2020, 2070, what is legal blindness, what is visual acuity, what are these terms, and what do they mean? We all hear them, but until we have to really hear them, we don't hear them. We don't really understand them sometimes. We're just happy to get out of there and maybe not have glasses. I'm Kevin McNally, successwithvisionloss.com. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this. Again, you can always go to my webpage, leave me a comment. I appreciate it. If you have suggestions, comments, constructive criticism, I'm all ears. Have a great day. Remember, be kind to each other.